Blog Talk Radio. You know, it's time that we speak the truth. 
you know, we've for, for so long in the body of Christ, we put tinsel and garland around everything and decorated everything. But the bottom line is today we're going to learn if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, and he says in the word today that you will die in your sins. And that's, that's a universal statement. No man escapes the fact that they were born and conceived in sin, that all of sin that comes short of the glory of God. I've, I've said so many times that the world doesn't have an economical problem, a, 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 a problem politics, a uh, problem here, a problem there, but, but the world has a problem with sin. Men, and when I say men, I mean mankind has a problem with sin. There's no antidote for sin. And the Bible declares that sin is darkness, that the wages of sin is death. Nobody likes to talk about sin anymore, but the fact is we need to face it. We need to deal with sin. Sin is our enemy. Sin will destroy us. And you can't do enough works to compensate for your sin. James said that without works, faith is dead, and I totally believe that. That means that when we are saved by grace, that works will come, that fruit will come, that we will, we will give forth that which we have been taught. We will give forth and speak of the one that baptized us and kept us and saved us and, and delivered us. Works has to come, but we are not saved by works. We are saved by the grace of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So Jesus here in John 8, beginning verse 21, speaking to the unbelievers, the mockers, those who he said are seeking a sign. He says, a wicked and an evil generation seeks for a sign. He says, I give you no sign except the prophet Jonah, who for three days laid in the belly of the, on the third day, this large fish spit him out on the, on the shoreline. He said, that's the sign. So shall the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth for three days. A lot went on. You can study that in the Word of God. A lot went on in that three days. When Jesus died at the cross, it changed the world forever. It, it, it changed God's economy. It changed God's way of looking at man. Uh, Hebrews says that once in sundry times God dealt through the prophets and through the judges and through his Old Testament economy. But now, the Bible said now, he speaks through Jesus Christ, our Savior, the Son of the living God. He's not going to revert back to the law, to legalism, to the way that men done things. The law, the Bible declares, is simply a mirror by which reflects how undone we really are. Paul said, I looked at the law and I died. Paul said, the letter kills because me and you in our state that we are in, in our flesh and in our blood, can no way keep the law. But one came who kept the law totally. The son of the living God, John the Baptist, declared as he baptized Jesus to walk him down to the waters. He said, Behold 
the Lamb of God that takes away, listen to me, the sins of the world. We must deal with our sin. I've probably taught on this before, but we need to, we, we, it bears repeating that sin is our problem. Sin is our nemesis. The battle that we fight is with sin. We have a sin nature, the Bible declares. But Romans 6 says that we have, can, can have dominion over sin through the blood of Jesus Christ. That we have a religious crowd, a holy in their own mind, in their own sight crowd, an organized religion crowd who was dying, listen to me, dying in their sins, spent most of their time at the temple, spent most of their time repeating and reciting this and repeating and reciting that, claiming to be the children of Abraham, but did not know Jesus Christ. And the Bible declares that Jesus said, Abraham saw my day and rejoiced therein. Jesus gives a warning, a harsh, stern warning about unbelief and not believing in the only begotten Son of God, which is Jesus Christ. Today's religious theater, so to speak, there are many, many ways. And those that preach many, many ways, who will get on their their platforms, where they influence millions and tell people that there's more than one way to God or more than one way to heaven, but Jesus called them liars. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes unto the Father except it be through me. And Jesus, again, said unto them, I, John 8, 21, I go my way. (laughs) Implicating that they had no part of him. They rejected him from the onset. The moment that he said he was the Messiah, they began to shrink back. They began to say, this cannot be the Messiah. Our Messiah will be a conquering Messiah. They believed in a suffering Messiah and a conquering Messiah. They were looking for one who would once again restore prominence back to Israel. They were looking for an insurrectionist. One who would organize a rebellion against the Roman Empire. He came to the Jews first. That's what the Bible teaches. The oracles of God were given by the Jews. The word was written by the Jews. The Jews are God's chosen people. But through the Jews, through the seed of Abraham, the Bible, we are grafted in. He come to the entirety of the world, to the Jew and to the Gentile, or to the heathen, to every nation, to every kindred, to every tongue that he come. But he come first to the Jews, and for a time and a season they have rejected him. I go my way. Verse 21, John 8. You shall seek me and die in your sins. Whether I go, ye cannot come. Why? Why could they not come? Because of rejection. They rejected him. So when they rejected him, they are consequently looking for another Messiah. 
But the Bible declares that one day he will step on the scene and they will say unto him, where did you get those scars? He will say, in the house of my friends. The, the, uh, 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 the blindness will be removed, the Bible declares. You can't see Jesus Christ unless the Holy Spirit reveals him unto you. We can't do this in flesh and blood, for God is a spirit, and those who worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. By the Holy Spirit can we say that Jesus Christ is Lord because of the witness, because he said, I'll send one back who will testify of me because of unbelief. You can't enter in because of unbelief. He said in one portion of scripture, he said, he said, because you don't believe, you'll go to where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. He calls it outer darkness, the place of torment. Sheol, the Bible says in Luke 16, that the rich man lifted up his eyes in hell. We don't want to talk about hell. That scares people. Bible says that the, that the beginning of knowledge is a fear of the Lord, not a not a cringing, laying in the corner in a fetal position fear, but a godly reverence for an almighty, all-present, all-knowing God by himself, who has offered to mankind the plan of salvation, and many, many, many reject what the Bible declares that this plan is a narrow and a straight road, and few there are that enter in, but the wide path that goes and leads to destruction, many travel that road even today, and you've got to take inventory and find out what road you're on. You say, well, I go to church every Sunday. That doesn't matter. You can have your name on every church book in your city and still sell wide open. Verse 22. And said the Jews, will he kill himself? <laughs> Mocking. Because he said, whether I go, ye cannot come. No uh, spiritual discernment whatsoever. The Messiah, their Messiah standing in the midst. And, you know, we're hard on, harsh on this, but the fact is that there are many today, Jew and Gentile alike, that are blinded to who he is. Paul said, I might know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. But you can't go simply because you would, because you reject me. The Bible says that Jesus stood over the city of where Jerusalem, and the Bible says he wept. He said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, I would have gathered you as a hen gathers its chicks, but now you have missed my God. Your time of visitation. Every day that we reject Jesus Christ, we miss our time of visitation. Every day that we put him off, we miss our time of visitation. Every day that we ignore and deny his truth, we miss our day of visitation. What if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? Verse 23 says, and he said unto them, you're from beneath. You're from beneath. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. You are beneath, from beneath. 
In other words, to a lower point, to a place of being ruled by the evil one. To be ruled by the powers of darkness. 1 John 3, 8 says, He that committeth sin is of the devil. <laughs> he that committeth sin is of the devil. For, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. He was a rebel from the beginning. Pride lifted him up, set in his heart, and he rebelled against God. And a third of his angels rebelled against God. For that reason, God judged them. And the Bible declares he was Lucifer, but he has become Satan, the accuser of the brethren. Your adversary, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, goes about seeking whom he can destroy and seeking whom he can devour, and he's doing it every day. Just read your headlines, turn on the news, look at your local paper, look what's going on around and about you. You see him destroying lives every day, and you're even in your own community. He's doing that was the Bible says he does. Going about seeking whom he can destroy. My God. And seeking whom he can devour. It doesn't matter about your church affiliation. It doesn't matter about your name or your or your place in the community or your social status. He'll kill you if he can. He'll destroy your life. He'll destroy your marriage. He'll destroy your mind. He'll destroy everything near and dear to you. Because he's not playing. The Bible says he, he has but little time to work. But little time. He knows his destiny. He knows the word of God better than we know the word of God. He knows where he's going to end up, but he wants to take as many as he can with him. Through deception, through delusion, through strong, strong, strong delusion. Where men, the Bible says, they believe a lie. You are from beneath. I am from above, Jesus said. Ye are of this world. I am not of this world. See the, see the point of division? Back to First John 3. He that committed sins of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning for this purpose. The Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil, the works, the works, the wild. Beware of the wiles or the trickery or the deceitfulness of the devil. He doesn't always come in the front door. He comes in the back door. The Bible says in the last days that apostasy will be so strong in the house of God that there will be wolves in sheep's clothing who will not even be recognized peddling their wares. Mark those, dear God help us today, that labor among you. For everybody that says, Lord, Lord, shall not enter. Everybody that says that they are of God is not of God. How shall you know them? The Bible says, try the spirit to see if they be of God. They will produce fruits that are of God. Or fruit, singular, fruit, peace, faith. Fruit. Mm. For I am the vine, Jesus said, and ye are the branches. If you are 
grafted in me, then you will bring forth the fruit that I spawn in your life. Jesus said. He said, I'm not of this world. I'm not of this world. Verse 24, he repeats a thing twice. He said, I said there unto you that you shall die in your sins. He said up there in verse 21, he said, you'll seek another. And the Bible says, they reject him and another will they receive. Who's the other they will receive? It's the Antichrist. And the Bible declares that spirit is prevalent in the world today. He says in verse 24, I said, therefore unto you, you shall die in your sins. That's Bible for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. For if you believe not that I am he, what's he mean there? The one sent from God, that I am the Messiah, that I am the one promised by the Old Testament prophets. I am the one that they said that I'd be born in Bethlehem. I am the one they said that I would ride a donkey on Good Friday into to be crucified for the sins of the world. I am he. I am he. I am he that you are looking for, but yet you don't see me. So we don't form and fashion our own Messiah, our own ways. The Bible says that our ways are not of God. Our thoughts are not God's thoughts. Hmm? The Bible says there will be men that will go about to establish their own righteousness. You shall die in your sins. I didn't write the book. You shall die in your sins. They had no spiritual understanding who he was. They did not comprehend. They could not fathom who this man was who was standing, preaching, and teaching them, and he was the Messiah, but yet they rejected him and mocked him and said, what are you going to do, kill yourself? Isaiah 6, verses 9 through 10, at the end of Isaiah 6, where Isaiah had the great vision of the Lord high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. He said in verse 9, he said, go and tell this people, God told Isaiah, hear ye indeed, but understand not, and see you indeed, but perceive not. Verse 10, make the heart, Isaiah 6, make the heart of this people fat, and make their ears heavy. Shut their eyes, let they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and convert and be healed. A spiritual, judicial blindness. Why? Because of rejection of my spirit when I always strive with man. This is blaspheming the Holy Ghost, is when we reject God's plan, when we reject the Spirit of God that deals with us. Because he says here, if you don't have me, you will die in your sins. He said it again, if you believe not that I am he whom God sent, you shall die in your sins. If you don't believe I'm the only begotten son, you shall die in your sins. If you don't believe I'm the only antidote, the only answer for sin, then you shall die in your sins. Because sin has to be judged. Wrath has to come upon the sinner, but Jesus Christ took that wrath 2,000 years ago, and the Bible said if you believe in Jesus Christ, you're not appointed to wrath. 25, and they said unto him, who art thou? Who do you think you are? Hmm? Years ago, back in the, I guess you call it the hippie culture, there was a uh, Broadway play or something of that nature, Jesus Christ Superstar. Mockery, I'm sure. 
But they made the statement, Jesus Christ, who do you think you are? Well, he knew who he was. They listened to me. He was rock solid in who he was. He said, I have come to save those that are lost. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered and shall be set free. My, my, my. Who are you? They believed he was some kind of a crazy person. They believed who he was. He worked miracle after miracle after miracle. They said, you cast out devil by Beelzebub. He said, Beelzebub's kingdom not divided. We said, a house divided won't stand. Even the same, listen, and Jesus said, even the same that I said unto you from the beginning. I haven't changed. I'm still the Messiah. I'm still the one you're rejecting. I'm still the one that you, you, you are mocking and lampooning. I'm still the one that eventually you're going to nail to a cross. Verse 26. I have many things. I have many things to say. And to judge of you. Is not God Almighty the judge of all the world? Does not he judge through his son, Jesus Christ, who was made in the, in, in, in the direct image of God Almighty, that Jesus Christ was God in the flesh, that the Holy Spirit he sent back is God in the spirit? And those who worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth, for God is a spirit. That God condescended. But Jesus Christ certainly was not created. He was incarnated. Not created. He was not separate from God. He was of God. In the beginning, God, Elohim, the plurality, the Godhead, laced clear through the Bible, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I have many things to say unto you. I'm in John 8, verse 26. I have many things to say Say unto judge of you, but he that sent me, listen to me, is true, is true, is true. There are many gods in this world, many religions in this world, many paths pointed out by so-called religious leaders. Even the Bible says in the last days the, 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 the church will become apostate and lukewarm and Laodicean and laid back, stating we have need of nothing. And Jesus said, you're blind and you're poor and you're naked. You've been exposed. He said, take some of that eye salve that you make at Laodicea and put it on your eyes so you won't be blinded anymore. I have many things to say to judge of you. But he that sent me is true and I speak to the world. Yes, he's talking to the Jews, but this is a universal gospel to the world, those things which I have heard of him. What is this he heard of him? The plan of salvation. For this reason, I just read that he was the son of God manifest. He might destroy the works of the devil that Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation said was crucified from the foundation of the world. Genesis 3.15, for the seed of woman shall destroy the seed of Satan, that when Satan beguiled Eve and Eve beguiled Adam, that animosity between mankind and the powers of darkness, and the only thing that settles it is the seed of the woman, which is Jesus Christ, who was born of a virgin. 
2,000 years ago. He came, he lived, he walked, he talked, he preached, he died, he resurrected, he transcended, ascended. And the Bible says, in like manner shall this same Jesus come back. I will speak to the world those things which I have heard of him. See, I'm a witness. I'm testifying of God the Father. I'm telling you he's holy, and I'm telling you you can't be without me. I'm telling you that I am the Lamb of God. And you need the Lamb of God to take away your sins because the perfect Lamb of God died on the cross. In Revelation chapter 5, we see the Bible says the only one worthy to open the seals is the Lamb of God who was crucified from the foundation of the world. Verse 27, they understood not that he spoke to them of the Father. Make their heart fat. Make their ears heavy. Shut their eyes. Let them see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. But we're going to find out that beyond preaching to the religious sect at that time, the, the proud, the ones who minced, Isaiah chapter 3 tells us he will deal with the daughters of Zion who go mincing, who go with a stretched forth neck, who go forth with pride. And the Bible says pride come before a fall, haughty spirit before destruction. Then said Jesus unto them, when ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then... <laughs> Shall you know that I am he? When you accept me, when you no longer deny who I am and what I am, that I do nothing of myself, but as, as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. Verse 29 says, And he that sent me is with me. <laughs> he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone. For I do always those things that please him. The Bible says, But this mind being you, it was in Christ. That I believe it's in Philippians chapter two, that he poured out the kenosis of Christ himself, denied himself this man. Christ Jesus. One mediator between God and man, and that's the man, Christ Jesus. Poured himself out totally. He gave everything. He didn't have to. He could have called 10,000 angels to pull the nails from his feet and from his hands. He didn't have to do this. But because God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son who come on a mission, who, by the way, accomplished his mission. We don't need, we don't need some fly by night preacher out there saying that Jesus didn't do it. Some, some, some fly by night pseudo religious leader preaching foolishness that they've come to complete the work. Are you, are, 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 are you serious? That flesh and blood can save anybody. Run from that junk. Run from it. The lie, and the Bible says, You believe a lie, and you'll be damned. Okay. Verse 30 He spake these words, listen, and many believed on him. Did the religious crowd? Probably not. Maybe. I believe there was those that was almost persuaded, and, and some of them. Zacchaeus. 
They just told me you must be born again. And he spake these words, and many believed on him. He was preaching. He was preaching God. He was preaching who he was. And still through it all, many believed. He told Nicodemus, he said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You must be born from above. You must be made a new creature. Through the metamorphosis that's provided by the redemptive power of Jesus Christ. Nicodemus was a leader. The Bible says he was a man of the Pharisees. He was a ruler of the Jews. He came to Christ by night. I wanted to suffer the wrath of his fellow Pharisees. But something got a hold of his heart when Jesus preached. That the hard thing. You believe with your heart. You confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Thank God he's Lord today. Because he died, we have hope. Hey, listen to me. Because he rose on the third day, we have hope. We have hope the world don't have. We need to project this hope to the world. A lot of people are not going to receive Christ. Few there are that enter in. The Bible says many believe when he preached this message to the religious crowd. So you preach it anyhow. And let God do the deal. And one plants, one waters, but God brings the increase. So once again, Jesus Christ dealt with sin and the consequences of sin. He said, if you don't believe who I am, then you will die in your sins. Down in verse 34 of John 8, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. For he has given us, me and you, power to become the sons of God. We need to take a long, hard look at ourselves. We need to... Take the posture of the psalmist David and say, Lord, whatever you find in me that's not pleasing, you've got to remove it. You've got to get it out. Lord, you've got to recreate in me a right spirit, a clean heart. The psalmist David knew it couldn't be done through the natural. It had to be done through the supernatural. And the Bible says we are made clean by the washing of the word. And the blood of Jesus Christ is forever ever washing away our sins. The perfect, undefiled blood of Jesus Christ that will never, ever lose its power. Reaches to the highest mountain, goes to the lowest valley. Fights our battles every day. Gives us strength. That blood, that blood, that blood that flowed from Emmanuel's veins gives us strength. The Bible declared he conquered every power and every principality to the cross. The Bible declares in Colossians, he put every one of them to an open shame. That all dominion and all power has been given unto him. All things in heaven and earth and all things below the earth. There's nothing, no crack, no crevice that he does not see. He's an all-knowing, all-present God. And he's coming back. And if you don't know him, just plain and simple, if you don't know him, you will die in your sins and be judged. You don't have to be. Jesus took the wrath for our sins. Well, I've done real bad things. Who hasn't? 
all of us have regrets of things we've done in our lives. There's only one sin that cannot be forgiven. That's the blaspheme of the Holy Spirit, the rejection of the Holy Spirit of God. My God. Let down your your bars of defense. <laughs> you can't be justified in your own sight. We can't call good evil and evil good. We can't do it. We've got to put on Christ. Put on Jesus Christ. But this mind being in you that was in Jesus Christ, he poured himself out, pour ourselves out, become a living sacrifice. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God Almighty raised him from the dead. He can heal your mind, heal your body, heal your spirit, make all things new, give you a reason to live. My God, so many need that today. So many are losing hope in a, in a world, people taking their lives because they have no hope. But I want to tell you today that Jesus Christ is the hope. He is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you that you sent your son, that whosoever believed him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You know who's going to hear this broadcast? You know the situation in their lives. And I ask you today that your quickening word will quicken them today in their mortal bodies. The same spirit that, that brought Jesus out of the grave is the same spirit that deals with us and dwells in us the quickening spirit of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. You see every need. Bless the legalism out the door, religion out the door, that old spirit of religion. Let people experience Jesus Christ and him crucified. Let them, let them go. Set your people free. In the name of Jesus, the name above all names. We plead the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. Heal the soul, Lord. Save the soul. Heal the mind. Heal the spirit. Touch the infirmities today. Heal the sick. Lord, rid people of that chronic clinging illness in Jesus' name. For your glory. For your glory, Lord, that you might be lifted up, that all men might be drawn unto you. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless. Till next time. This has been Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom on Christian Survival Radio. Our email address is truthintheword777 at gmail.com. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up for Jesus is coming soon.